648 on the crosstalk on WIZM. Let's uh, let's have some fun. L- let's try to make some politics uh, fun. Uh, that would be our conversation now with Dr. Joe Heim, the uh, presidential running mates, and some of the rumors that we heard last week. Joe, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. Have a good, sunny, warm, wonderful weekend. Yeah, it's almost like spring. I think that uh, groundhog was right. Yeah. It's did you remember? Did you remember not to shake anybody's hand all weekend long? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, the uh, I've been practicing the elbow bump. Yeah. Oh. yeah that's uh, that's uh, unfortunate. That's what we're going to move, be moving into, I guess. That's kind of weird. Mark, do you want to call him back, see if we can get a better phone line? Uh, Joe, uh, we're going to hang up and call you back, because that's, uh, that's way too scratchy to spend the next nine minutes. And that's a, li- that's a landline, so uh, so we're going to call Dr. Joe Heim back. Uh, it, it, I know that was one of the funniest things that uh, that I saw the other day. In fact, I actually saw some people practicing. Oh, pfft, Great. I actually saw uh, some of those uh, uh, people getting off an airplane and elbow bumping. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that the uh, that the elbow bump is going to replace the fist bump anytime soon, but it is it is really difficult to not have to not shake hands with people. Hey, how you doing? Shake. Yeah. Weird phone lines this morning. That's that's unusual. We had them scratchy, uh, but not. I, I'm curious. We heard last week about uh, running mates and uh, the speculation of. What? Joe, can you hear me? All right, here we go. All right, we got him. Okay, uh, Doctor Joe Heim. Hey, welcome back. Hey, welcome. <laughs> here we <laughs> go. You. That's kind of weird. All right, so I don't know. Did you hear about any other? I mentioned. On Friday, when we spoke, the uh, the uh, Joe Biden running mate rumor that we heard. Do you hear any other rumors over the weekend? Just because I'm curious. Well, I, I heard uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, she was one of the more recent endorsees. Two other people that I think were uh, interesting. I think one is uh, Senator uh, from uh, Wisconsin, Senator Baldwin. Was really? By some people, yeah. Really? I that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, an important state, and if you're trying to uh, pick up one state, if you can pick up one state by having a vice presidential nominee, uh, that would be all you can expect. Right. Well, uh, and. Stacey Abrams from uh, Alabama, by the way, was mentioned too. And the uh, rumor that I heard was uh, Joe Biden, and uh, actually I heard more than a rumor or more than just a running mate that it would be Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. And that Joe would be uh, removed from office with the 25th Amendment and Hillary would take over as a president and then run uh, for president after uh, four years. Don't you love these conspiracy theories? But <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one. I had to laugh. Yeah. I barely stopped laughing. It did. It uh, made me laugh. I don't, I don't think that's quite... It sounds like a movie script. It uh, does. You know, if you're you're going to write a good movie script, that certainly would be good. But uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I, uh, ha- having two relatively older people together on the ticket, I don't think it's a really good idea. Probably not. What is the responsibility, never mind the responsibility in office, but as a running mate... During an election cycle, what is the responsibility of the vice president, that well, running mate? It's, during the campaign itself, uh, this is there's there's a couple different theories, Mike. 
Uh, one is uh, you pick somebody for balance, like geographical balance, ideological balance, uh, gender, race. That those are options. Uh, a second one really has to do with experience. You want you. By the way, that one is the least of the, the requirements. Apparently, if you look at over the years, some of these people, you wonder why they, why would you pick so and so. Uh, you know, you, but the assumption is, if you got a president that's seventy some years old, uh, wouldn't you want somebody that could take over if uh, some health issue popped up? Well, and is that is that third, something you want to make? Uh, do no harm. Do no harm. In other words, pick somebody that isn't going to hurt the ticket, even if they don't necessarily help. They're not going to hurt. That's a, that's the a third theory. Uh, the, the 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 youngness. I wonder if that would be detrimental. Uh, uh, to the president, uh, whoever was running, look, I have a young vice president, you know, because I'm old. And if anything happens to me in office, uh, this person will be uh, will become the president. I'm not sure that that's a very stable plank to uh, put in your platform. Vote for me because I have a young vice president. Yeah, it might be a little bit too much of a, especially it depends if you go down into the 40s and 30s, it might look a little too street, you know, unusual, like, well, I guess he's trying to do an insurance policy here. Well, but uh, it could be somebody that's, say, in their 50s or 60s that sure. wouldn't uh, cause that kind of a, uh, a contrast. Well, and when you think about it, darn near every candidate uh, or every option for uh, Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders will most likely be younger. So they cover that, uh, they cover that. Uh, issue right away. Doesn't the vice president also have the responsibility of delivering the, if it's a woman, the a female vote or the, uh, uh, you know, some minority Latino vote or whoever that vice president is, you got to bring your people to the table to vote for us because you're from Wisconsin or Iowa or you're a woman or you're Latino or you're black or wh- whatever the uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, you sort of hope that that person can bring in something, some uh, add something to the ticket that either interest or uh, uh, could pull in a part of the party that otherwise might not be real excited about the uh, the campaign. You know, if Bernie Sanders was say fifty years old, he'd be a perfect uh, uh, vice presidential nominee for for uh, Biden if that if we got to that point. But uh, you know, if you, right now you got two old white guys, right? Uh, you, you would not put those on the ticket. But that would be called a unity ticket. Or you'd uh, <clears throat> you'd actually try to unify the party. By the way, throw in one other option: uh, Republican. That would uh, shake things up, wouldn't it? <laughs> a, a a Democrat president and a Republican vice president. Yeah, I I don't see that as happening. But speaking uh, of it, unifying, uh, we're trying. Well, we're throwing these things out here. Oh, sure, sure. We're speculating. There's no question. <laughs> Who is it that uh, that Hillary Clinton would bring uh, to the voting booth? Are there still angry? Clinton supporters out there who feel that uh, that she was robbed by the Russians or the Ukrainians or whoever. Yeah, I, I suppose that's what it would be. You know, being female, I think, would be an advantage in the situation. I mean, that, but I don't. I can't see her bringing in like an unusually large group of people. There are people that are fans of hers yet, but uh, ultimately, you know, I think a lot of people blamed her at least partially for the uh, the loss four years ago. Yeah. The, 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 not You haven't heard, I certainly haven't heard or read uh, about any real fired up uh, interest in uh, Hillary Clinton back in the White House in some capacity. 
No, I I think that's a great story, though, Mike. I do too. It's a it's a, it's a great script, you know. It's a, I could write that one. Well, and it, it is always interesting to me. I mean, of course, Tammy Baldwin is familiar to us because we live in Wisconsin. But as often as not, the vice presidential nominee, the the vice president, whoever uh, turns out to have the best vetting uh, process is, for the most part, a, a stranger. Uh, I'm not sure that anybody knew who Pence was before he was uh, announced as President Trump's running mate. Some people may still not know who he is, unless they're blaming Republicans for something. Yeah, I'm, uh, he, I think part of the reason they picked him is uh, he's from the Midwest, and I thought that was an advantage. Uh, he also uh, he knows how to speak. He's been a governor, so he knows how to govern. Yeah, uh, he's very. He was a conservative. A lot of people, if you remember, four years ago, people were questioning whether Donald Trump was a real conservative. Yeah. So what uh, what he really did is pick a true conservative that uh, would kind of cement that uh, that side of the political party. And how important is it to announce early? Are we going to wait? We're we're not going to hear vice presidential. Uh, nominees for a while, or is is there some advantage to getting out in front of that early? It uh, it's a it's one of those kind of things that gathers a lot of discussion at a time when uh, uh, at a time when maybe you're you're not focusing on the campaign. In other words, you want to get some attention. You're going to get four to five days of uh, at least a lot of attention by naming somebody. So the odds are they're probably going to name them a little early. They don't usually wait till the convention. That's uh, that's kind of it's a little bit too late for that kind of public. Uh, okay, so before the uh, before yeah, the convention, on whether things are over with by then, uh, whatever it is. What about Tulsi Gabbard, Hillary Clinton? Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I think you know, Mike. I I, I think it's uh, they're dissing her a little bit. Are they? Uh, I'm not a fan of hers, but it seems to me she's still in the race. Yeah. Uh, maybe she's not gathering for 30 or 40 percent of the vote or supporters, but uh, she's still in the race. But I kept hearing things like, well, we got, we're down to two people, we're down to two people. I'm thinking, no, there's three. You know, she hasn't left yet. Well, uh, true. And I suppose uh, before we anger any listeners from the Green Party or the Libertarian Party or the anybody else's party, there are those candidates uh, running for office out there somewhere as well, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we're going to. We typically have the third, fourth, and fifth party, particularly sure. in a state like Wisconsin. I think we had, if I remember right, seven party, seven candidates on the ballot. Uh, you know, four years ago, so it's pretty relatively easy to get on the ballot in Wisconsin. And other states, a lot more difficult. Well, uh, bring them on, I guess, uh, would be the call. Anybody that uh, helps to spread out the vote. As long as everybody listening, everybody who has the opportunity does vote. That's the bottom line. Yeah, Mike, we're, uh, the, you know, we have about a month to, to go before the Wisconsin primary, and I'm at least reasonably optimistic that, that the Wisconsin primary is going to still be meaningful. But uh, I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to have 12 names on the Democratic ballot one name on the Republican ballot. So when people are going to have to search through the, the 12 people to get to the two that they want. Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, and uh, Washington have a primary tomorrow. I think they're all... Oh, wait, North Dakota is a caucus state. Everybody else, I think, is a primary. That's tomorrow, so we should probably uh, talk again very soon. Dr. Joe Heim, thank you very much. <laughs> 